0: Hi, I'm Julie. And I'm Lisa, and this is Two Sober Chicks. Welcome back. Um, As always, we like to remind you that we are not professionals. We do not work in the uh, recovery industry. And um, we're just here sharing our experience, our strength and hope, and uh, things about recovery and sobriety and AA as we see it, because those are things that we use to help us get and stay sober and actually have a, a somewhat saner existence.
1: Living the recovered life.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: what was I gonna say?
0: Damn it! I don't know. I had a thought there and then I thought, oh no, finish your first thought, Lisa, cause I do that, I, I get off on tangents. Well, I think we have a really cool topic today that
1: was emailed to us. Okay. About making amends to yourself. What does that look like?
0: Okay, that's very good. So it says, um, I've realized that I need to make amends to myself for all the crap I put myself through mm-hmm. and the shameful things I did. And this is something that you guys have briefly touched on before, but what does that entail for you guys? And what does that look like? Good question. Very good question. Thanks for sending it in to the number two, SoberChicks at gmail.com. You two can send us a topic uh, at that email. We'd love to hear from you or visit us at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, All our social media platforms. We're huge,
1: in case you didn't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's what I was going to say. Not that we're huge. Um, We talked about monetizing this podcast.
1: That's right, we did.
0: I heard it on Oprah. I listened to Oprah's podcasts. And there's a commercial at the beginning, in the middle, and at the end. And I'm thinking, you need to make any more money, Oprah? No, probably not. So, why are you monetizing your podcast? But then I thought, well, hey, that would help us pay some of the bills. You know, we've put money into a website and this, these microphones, and then um, we just left it for a little while. And I've been thinking about it. And you want to know my answer? What? Hell no. That's my answer, too. Good. Glad we're on we're the on same, same page. page. Because this is, we've always talked about how this is our act of service. And um, and I felt that if, let's say we do, we'd monetize the podcast, and then there's a commercial that somebody doesn't agree with, and mm-hmm. it rubs them the wrong way, and it happens at the beginning of our podcast, and then they tune out. Mm-hmm. Then they might miss something that might have been of service to them and might have been useful. And also, this is something that I want to freely give away. I'm not a sober coach. I'm not going to charge you. Oh, yeah. So, and that's that was that's a topic for another day too. I want to talk sober about coaches. sober coaching. There was this guy here in Toronto who made like ten thousand dollars a month being a sober coach. It's called a sponsor. Yeah, and we do it for free all around the world. <laughs> yeah,
1: now we're gonna lose all our sober coach listeners. Oh well. Oh well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So back to the question at hand. Um, how do you make amends to yourself? What does that look like for you, Julie?
1: For me, it's in good living. It's in setting boundaries around what is acceptable for me in terms of how people are treating me. Um, Self-care is huge amends to myself. So whereas before, I would think of self-care as in I'm hungover and I'm shaky. So I feel good about the fact that I just went and uh, sweated out in a spa or I just drank four gallons of water or I just had a beautiful IV drip of vitamins or whatever people do. I don't know. I never (laughs) actually did that. But I used to think, look how well I'm taking care of myself. When it wasn't taking care of myself, it was like, what's another word for recon? It was cleaning up the mess. (laughs) Yeah. So now rest, naps, uh, treating myself, massages are huge for me, Mm -hmm. especially as a single person I need my skin to be touched it's really healing for me so in taking care of myself now thank you it's making an amends for all the damage I did before and it's making my relationship with myself much stronger I trust myself I Mm. can protect myself I can think of
0: another big way that you have um, made an amends to yourself how um that little non-relationship relationship relationship. (laughs) yes (laughs) setting boundaries Yeah. Yeah. And being someone looks at me and says, I can't, this is what happened.
1: This person that I, and we've discussed it before. I don't even know if I can call it a relationship because of what it was. But when a man looks at me, who I'm sleeping with, who I'm cooking for, who I'm spending weekends with, who is hanging out at my house, who I'm cuddling with, who I'm writing poetry for, looks at me and says, I can't be your boyfriend. My response was, I can't hang out with you anymore. Yeah. That's like a standard and a boundary for me. You don't get to enjoy all the shit that you would get if you were my boyfriend Mm -hmm. unless you can do that for me. Right. So you're right. Setting standards and boundaries and relationships around what is acceptable for me is direct self-care.
0: And also, yeah, because it's different, right? It's different behavior. I don't know about you, but I would have. I, you know, I hung out with people who had said, "Well, yeah, no, I don't know if this is going to work out, but we can still be friends." Thanks, I've got enough friends today. Really valuable. I don't know about (laughs) you, but I don't have
1: sex with my friends.
0: (laughs) I'm not interested in being friends with you.
1: (laughs) I've never understood that. I, I'm just not wired that way. I don't know how people can be friends with exes. It cannot happen for me.
0: Well, I'm sort of a friend with my ex of 10 years because we have a child. Mm -hmm. So. No longer a child. I mean, a grown-ass adult, but, um, yes. But we don't hang out. We live in different provinces, so. But we are amicable.
1: That's nice. We
0: are grown-ups. We are mature people Mm -hmm. who don't throw mud at each other like we used to when we first got separated. Yeah. And we don't put the, um, child-adult in the middle. So, that's my relationship with an ex today. Mm -hmm. It's just about being mature and, um... Yeah, mature. Yeah. That sums it up. I run into this non-ex-boyfriend, (laughs) ex-boyfriend
1: from time to time. And I can be a mature adult and forgive him and be totally at peace and have closure and be kind and nice and even chit-chat. But that person doesn't mean that person's allowed back in my life because they're not. There's no phone calls. There's no texting. There's no visits. Like, no.
0: In case you're listening, did you want to repeat that one more time into the mic, please? (laughs) Because you're not. (laughs) she said with conviction (laughs) um self-care for me okay making an amends yeah um let's see i don't make out with men anymore to get liquor how about that as a lesbian that's self-care that's making (laughs) an amends
1: (laughs) i will never subject myself to men again (laughs) that's right
0: oh the deep dark places i would stoop for liquor (laughs) <laughs> you like her. You brought her. It's a horrible pun. Um, yeah, so that I guess for me, it was living amends is about changing behavior. So who's your, your lady, the the minister? E- Eonla Van Zandt. What is it? Ionla Van Zandt. Eon, Eonla? Mama I. Okay, Mama I. I yep. like that. That's easy to say. I watched something with her the other day, and she said, um, if you ain't a hoe, don't act like a hoe. <laughs>
1: I like when she looks at at women that aren't in love or don't love the men they're with, but they are supported by the men they're with. Mm. And they're like, so what's the difference between you and a hoe? And the women are always like. (gasps) (laughs) Because you're both getting paid. One way or another. Yeah. Yeah. And the woman's like, well, I take care of him because he takes care of me. She's like, that's called a hoe. She's like, but I'm not standing on the street corner. And she goes, that's a
0: whore. Like <laughs> mama, I just shoot straight. I love it. That's great. So yeah. So I got from that. Um, and we, and we, when we know better, we do better. So we're human hopefully. beings. We still make mistakes. Exactly. But hopefully we learn from those mistakes. Yeah. So um, for me, that is an amends. as
1: in not like, I know better, because I knew better not to drink my
0: face off. But
1: when it became acceptance, like, I know better, that's when it all changed.
0: Right. I'm trying to think um, if I've done an amends to myself. I feel like I've had this on my fourth, but I've written several fourths, so... And uh in the beginning I would burn them because I did not want I was like, I hope yeah. nobody finds this. <laughs> I didn't want anybody reading this but my sponsor and God and me. Mm-hmm. Um so I would like actually throw them in a garbage can and light them on fire. That's so great. um it's kind of cathartic. Um
1: like have you ever looked in a mirror and apologized to yourself or told yourself that you love yourself? Mm-hmm.
0: And I think maybe that's a that's a change too. Um I am not as hard on myself uh physically. As I used to be and by that I mean um verbally and mentally abusing the way I look Mm -hmm. so
1: well you I love what you said we have our sisters chat and one of our sisters and it's on Marco Polo so it's really cool because we get to see each other as we're sharing this group and one of our sisters was complaining about the way she looked like oh I look terrible today oh look at my neck oh look at my hair and you came on and was like you know what don't talk about my friend that way To the person that was saying it about themselves. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's such an amazing perspective to be able to say, I don't like what you're saying about yourself because you're insulting someone that I love. That I care
0: about. And it's not true. So stop it. And I, I, to take it one step further, I could have said, imagine if somebody was talking about your best friend, Julie, that way, Mm -hmm. what would you say? And what would you think of that person and the way they were trash talking her? You would tear them, you would go to the ends of the earth to defend her. Uh, How dare they do that? But it's okay for us to do it to ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. But we do it. And the reason I recognize it is because I do it myself. So, yeah. I support her in that, in that journey because I'm on that journey myself. And it's really crazy because you're looking at this phone and it's basically a mirror. And so what do you do in the mirror? You're like, oh, wow, there's a chin hair. I better pluck that out later. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking 40s. <laughs> yeah. They're fun. I
1: actually love aging. I don't have a problem with it at all. Even if like I have like broom handle whiskers growing <laughs> out of my chin and like lines around my eyes and now all my skin on my arms and legs are like loose, but I think it's, I don't know. There's something really comforting in that for me. I love I think it was my it. first
0: sponsor Roy said, you know, it's better than the alternative, which is six feet under.
1: Yeah. I'm grateful for every year I get, Yeah, but I think it's really powerful to look at yourself and this is a challenge for all of you brothers and sisters out there who may not have done this because you'd be surprised at what you feel when you have to look at your eyes in the mirror and talk to yourself. I do a lot of amazing self-talking. I mother myself all the time I'm gentle with myself and I'll be like it's okay baby or if I do something to hurt myself I'll look right in that mirror and say I am so sorry like what can I do to make this better what do you want right now and it's like I want a popsicle it's like okay we're gonna go to popsicle (laughs) so I had to learn how to do that but I think it's super powerful so go whoever's listening today I challenge you to go look in the mirror Tell yourself you love yourself. Tell yourself three or four things you think are cool about yourself. And if you have an apology to
0: make, apologize. Yes. Go do something sweet for yourself. Yeah, because let's face it, we did put ourselves through hell and back. Yeah. You know, the abuse, the abuse in our bodies, our livers, our organs, um, the abuse in our relationships, you know, uh, the destroyed. Some people never can repair those things because they're so far gone. Um, So that's definitely something you need to look at yourself and say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I I broke those bridges. I'm sorry that those bridges are probably irreparable. Um, But I'm going to work on building new ones with new relationships. And I'm going to take those memories and I'm going to remember when so that I don't do this again. Mm -hmm. So that going forward, I know how to build bridges, not burn them down. Yeah. All right. Well, that's our thoughts on that. I like CJ. that.
1: I think that's a really good question. So thanks for sending that in. And if any of you want to hear us discuss something that's on your mind, you can email us at
0: chicks at gmail.com. We love opening your emails. And if you're having an anniversary and a milestone and you want to let us know about it, please email that information to us as well. We'd love to share it. Did I tell you that you and Erica are practically sobriety sisters? No. I didn't tell you that? I'm October 22nd. She's October 21st.
1: No way. So she's in two days. I'm
0: in three days. Yeah. And she's celebrating one and you're celebrating five. So excellent. Kind of crazy. It's kind of cool because we've been a part of her journey. Yeah. In her first year of recovery. Yeah. And that's... uh, That's that's special. Really special. Yeah. Thanks so much for sharing that with us, Erica, and Angelica, and CJ. I feel like Mr. Rogers. And (laughs) Shauna. Yes. And Vanessa. Look how many friends we have. So many. Eva, Catherine
1: what well, we had an email one time from a man and i don't remember his name the guy from the uk yes yep we know who you are man from the uk we
0: just don't know your name you know what's funny is after you basically told every listener that you're single <laughs> what i was like oh my god how many emails from guys am i going to open up today like am i going to get and thank you very much you know what my fear was dick pics <laughs> Oh, no. I'm like, Julia's just told the world that she's single and available, and we give out our email every day, and if I get a dick pic, you're in fucking trouble, girl.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know any woman that likes to receive those, and we especially do not want those, so whether it's a box pic, or a dick pic, or an ass pic, please don't. Don't. Please don't. Don't.
0: (laughs) Because... We have connections, and we will just send your information, your IP address, and your pic to the authorities. If
1: you would like your dick pic posted on Instagram with your
0: username. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Please no. Please no. We have fun. Did you put a sticker on my dog's butt? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Leave the room for two seconds, and she's mischief. Thanks so much for joining us, guys. I'm Lisa. I'm Julie. And this has been Two Two Sober sober chicks. Chicks.